Dub Nation, you're listening to the Warriors Post Up with the voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy. Now the steal by Kaminga on a cross-court pass from Mills. In and a dunk with a right hand. 111-98. The crowd rises as one. And Jonathan Kaminga may be starting to come of age here in near number three. circumstances. Jonathan Kaminga's going to come over. I put the headset on. Jonathan, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Tim and Tom up top here. First of all, uh, JK, tell me about, you know, getting ready for this game and, and what have you gone through in the last week? I mean, it's been a tough week. Uh, as you know, it's been a tough week for everybody. Uh, on this team, uh, but obviously it gave us time to regroup and, and ask ourselves who we are every other day. And I think it shows once we came, we got here on the floor and we just came out here and just played the right way and just enjoyed. You know, you you played exactly the right way tonight. You were 11 for 11 from the floor tonight, wow. and you were very. And it just seemed like you were under control, like you were patient, like everything was coming to you kind of in rhythm tonight. Is that how it felt for you? I mean, obviously, uh, I've been here for a little minute now, and I just work every day. I just work out every single day. I put my head down and just work, and I watch a lot of films, uh, and I feel like the game is kind of slowing down a little bit. Was the mindset getting to the paint, getting to the rim, being aggressive from the get-go? Or was that something you saw in-game, Jonathan, and just took advantage of that? I mean, it's obviously my game. I mean, uh, like I said, just working every day and just knowing what angles I should attack from. And I feel like just knowing those type of angles, I really don't need to shoot a three-point. Also, I know that if I attack down every single time, I'm going to get to the rim. Now, you were were incredible tonight, and the mindset was awesome. You are... I mean, you're so tough to stop when you get to the paint. And I love the, the up and under move, the pump fake and then step through. That was a, that was a really nice move, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey, Jonathan, before we let you go, we just got this from the Elias Sports Bureau. They look up all the numbers. Uh, you are the first warrior to make all 11 of your field goal attempts since the legendary Chris Mullen back in 1990 at Miami. And it's the Warriors franchise record most makes without a miss since the shot clock came in. Oh, wow. Man, Easter. Yeah, you did. And we hope to we hope to be here a long time watching you make more history. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. Congratulations yes, on the way. Thank Thanks, you so much. Right. Yes, sir. Jonathan Kaminga, 134-112, the final. Warriors get the win. The State Farm hey, Post Game Show game? beckons. Huh? How was that that Chris Mullen game? Yeah, December 1990. 1990. Yeah. I was there. How many assists did you have? We could look it up. We could look it up. I assisted on up. all of them. We'll, and More we'll likely none of them. To find out how many assists Tom Tobert has. You must continue Come listening back. on the State Farm Postgame Show on the Warriors Radio Network. With the victory, the trio of Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, it's their 400th regular season win, and they become the 13th trio to get that done. So... Congratulations for that. We need, actually, on this one tonight, Tom, we do need an electrifying player of the game. Oh, Kaminga. That one's that. That's easy. 
Absolutely. Not just by the numbers, but by the way he played, how smart he played. Nine rebounds in 29 minutes. A rebound every, a little over one every three minutes. He, he was he was awesome tonight. He was absolutely awesome. That's uh, brought to you by Toyota, class of the MPG, and more hybrid models than any other brand. Uh, Toyota, let's go places. Let's go places. So, let's Warriors go. with the win. And, uh, you know, the... Yeah, we, we'll, we'll talk about the beginning later, but let's talk about the, the end result right now. Yeah. Uh, the weird stat tonight that Alan Brown, our statistician, pointed out to me, usually when the Warriors win a game by 22 points, they have like 35 assists. Tonight uh-huh. they had only 26 assists but 51 buckets. I know. So. I know that, that, that jumped out at me too. Uh, the three ball was the weapon of choice tonight, but even though they made 16, they gave up 14. So, right. but their efficiency was much better. They were sixteen for thirty-three, forty-eight and a half, and the Hawks were fourteen of forty-three. So they were thirty-two and a half. So there you go. I mean, per shot, they they crushed them on the three-ball. Uh, didn't get drilled on the free throws. Twenty for twenty-six versus their sixteen for thirty-two. But man, their two-point uh, two-point rate was just fantastic tonight. They did much better at the rim than the the Hawks did. So, yeah, look, this is a team that if you consider yourself a playoff slash play-in team where you give yourself a chance, you got to beat this team at home. Uh, The Kings mopped them up last night. Or was it two nights ago? I forget. Two nights ago. Two nights ago. Yeah. (laughs) Nights running together now. Uh, And you... a team like this against the Warriors, they should win this game because they don't play any defense. And, again, the Warriors don't play great defense either, but it's less obvious at home. And they were the first team to be able to shut them down. They, they held them to a 24-point quarter in the third quarter, and that's the quarter that really kind of started getting some a little bit of separation, and then they blew it open in the fourth. So... <laughs> They need to bank as many wins at home as they can because I, 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 I didn't look at the schedule per se, but I did look at the end of this four-game homestand. There's a lot of road games coming, like a lot of road games coming. So you need to start taking care of some business at home, which they haven't really done a great job of uh, early in the season, but it's you know, it's starting to get that time. You can't say it's early anymore. You can't say there's a lot of season left anymore. You can't say any of those things. It's it's time to start putting some wins together, stacking some wins together, and put yourself in a position to, you know, at minimum, get in a play-in where you can have a home game. Uh, you know, that six is starting to slip away a little bit. Yep. And four is out of the question now. That's just you're not you're not getting home court in the first round. That's over. But you'd like to avoid the play-in if you could. And if you can't, then make sure you at least get a home play-in game, like your 7 or 8. Uh, uh, or eight what is it? Would it be 7 and 8? Yeah, 7 and 8 instead of eight and 9 and 10. Yeah, right. that's what it is. Uh, see, my body still wants to reject the playing concept altogether, so it's hard for me to spit it out because I just I don't. It's like Speaking of concepts you want to reject, the uh, play, play uh, the uh – in-season tournament champions are coming here Saturday. <laughs> Don't. You, you tried early. 
I've bit, uh, and I shouldn't have. I knew I shouldn't have, but I'm not biting on this one. They okay. hung yes, a the banner. I know. I already, I already railed about the Did fact really? that the Lakers hung a banner. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I know. The Lakers. The, wow. The Lakers, the team with the most championships in NBA history, along with the Boston Celtics, oh. uh, is uh, – no, I'm not going. You're not getting me because I already did that once. And people know how I feel about that. Uh, yeah, they've scuffled as well. They're just – it's not it's, – it's kind of a mess a little bit. I mean, the one thing, the roster is much better than it was before they had a roster overhaul last year when Palinka did a nice job and gave them a roster that ultimately led to a Western Conference Finals appearance. But the one thing they still don't have and they haven't had is shooting. Right. They just don't have enough shooting. And you look at James, and James is still phenomenal. It's incredible the way he plays at his age. It really is. And then Anthony Davis, he's been a monster this year. I mean, he has been really, really good, super impressive. But, it, you know, D'Angelo Russell's kind of hot and cold and doesn't play any defense. Prince can be a little hot and cold. Reeves is starting to play a little bit better now. Vanderbilt's in there. Right. It's, it's just. All right. I but, led, but I, I, will you, say, I led you astray. No, you did. But I, I did. will say this. It's gonna. Be, it, it's a tough game for the Warriors because they're big. Right. And Look. those type of teams can give them. Ter- not not tall, but just big and can rebound. All right. Back to tonight. The Splash Brothers. Yeah, what happened? Ten- Where did we go for a couple minutes? I, know, I don't know. I just. I, <laughs> I, my fault. You're ten supposed of, to be steering the damn ship. I know. I know. I ran us aground. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ten of 18 from three for the Splash Brothers tonight. Very efficient that way. They split almost, you know, as almost, you can't split 49 points evenly, but Steph had 25, Clay had 24. Um, The starters started to get a little more rhythm back tonight. Their plus minuses are better for the most part. Uh, Wiggins, you know, it wasn't a great game, but he was active, and I thought he banged a little bit inside, which is good to see. And we talked about Jonathan Kaminga and the fabulous game he had tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Draymond, uh, Draymond, I thought, was good across the board, doing what he does. Pajemski was pretty good tonight, Did you know, very efficient for the field. So I think this is a, this is a nice game. It, it had to be you know, a tough game to start because of all the emotion at the beginning. And, uh, it, but I think you know, the, I don't know, you tell me, you know, the relief, is there a relief when you get back on the court after something like this and, and start playing again and, it, you know, kind of concentrating on something other than what had happened? Yeah, but when Rui Mahachimura comes in Saturday night, it's <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you what it is. It's just something else to occupy your mind Yeah, is what it is. Instead of being occupied with loss and death, and sorrow and sympathy and all the things you think about when you lose someone. It's time to move that aside and, and, and concentrate on basketball. And then, you know, after the game tonight, it'll be the same thing. Like when you're when you're alone with your thoughts, and everybody is alone with their thoughts during the day, you know, it, it's, it's tough to push out those thoughts out of your head. It, it's natural to have them, but it's nice to be able to have a place to go and have your mind occupied for a few hours. So that's not what you're not what you're thinking about. And I'm sure that was very nice tonight for them to get out there and all be together 
and do that. And then, and then, you know, to get the win's a bonus. Getting through tonight, I think, is kind of the goal. Just like, let's get through this night. And to go out there and play the way they did and and win the game is good. And then, again, it, it's not, just because you get through this game doesn't mean it goes away. Right. I mean, it gets less and less each day as you move forward. But it takes a while to get to that point. Uh, and But every time they play, every time they practice, that's a time to move it aside just for a little bit. Now you're concentrating on basketball. You're focusing on that. And I think that's what that's what, t- what tonight was about, celebrating Decky uh, and, and, and then playing the game that they love and playing the game that he loved and, and, and you know, winning a basketball game, feeling good about yourself for a little bit. And then you got to, uh, you know, strap up and do it again tomorrow. Yeah, you know, the the pregame ceremonies were really on yes, point. Yes, they were. Uh, Steve is always, you know, he knows how to set the tone and, and you know, delivered the message to the fans the right way. Instead of a moment of silence, it's given a round of applause. And, you know, the one thing, and I don't, I, I'm not going to profess that I, I knew, knew Decky as well as the coaching staff of the players. I didn't, no. obviously. But the one thing I did know about the guy is, man, if we can take one thing away from his life to celebrate his life, is just to smile more. Yep. Walk around, smile more, and, and to bring bring the joy to work every day. Because, you know, even to someone like me who's a staff member, he doesn't see me every day. You know, he'd always smile, you know, give me a, how you doing? Or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, some sort of fist bump or something. And uh, just a joy to be around. And you, you saw that with the celebration in Serbia, that people, you know, knew – you know how special a guy he was, special a player and coach he was, and and we tried to do that a little bit here tonight. And I thought, you know, the people that put the, this all together did a really nice job with it. So. I thought they did a fantastic job with it. And yeah. I'm with you. I didn't, I did not know him well, but it's funny that the smile was the thing that stood out to me. And it's interesting that just about everybody that talks about him talks about his smile. So it, that was something that was apparent and. You don't have a smile all the time unless you're joyful and having a great time doing what you're doing. And I would say this. I didn't say it earlier. I want to say it now that I don't know that you could find a better person to lead your organization through something like this than Steve Kerr. Absolutely. He absolutely understands it. He is someone who can empathize with you. He is someone that understands the human element. Of all of this stuff, he's as big a competitor as I've ever been around. And but he he gets it. He gets what basketball is in its place, and uh, human emotions and how those affect people. So I just again, I love the guy. Uh, give him crap about his challenges, of course, but of course. I love I love the guy. And he's a guy that if I had an organization and I had to go through a crisis and I had to pick one guy over anybody. He's the guy I would pick. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's one of these guys that somehow leads without looking like he's leading. Yep. You know, he he leads a franchise. He leads his basketball team. And well, we're so you know lucky, what? So lucky to have him. This doesn't have a definition per se, but he gets it. Yeah. He just gets it. He understands it. And it's not like it just, again, I love the dude. He's, he's, he's the best. Okay, to end on somewhat more of a lighter note, Mike Brown and his laptop come tomorrow. 
So, <laughs> <laughs> what did, does the laptop come? I, I Is it going to make it? I don't know. How great was that? <laughs> that was awesome. It was the best. Yeah. yeah. It, like awesome. I love stuff like that, especially when I'm not getting fined fifty grand, oh, yeah. <laughs> seventy five or whatever, or whatever, whatever it oh. was. Oh. But it was great that he showed him. Look, this is what I'm talking about right here. Yeah. What are we right here? An impromptu film study. <laughs> yeah. It was so film study good. with Mike Brown. That was going to be. Guy. That's going to be a good one tomorrow, dude. though. Oh yeah, that's going to be good. They're a good team. They are a really good team. They're a good team. Absolutely. And so looking forward to it. All right, man. We'll see you tomorrow. I will see you tomorrow. Did I tell you about Rudy Hart from here?